Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever Christmas special for the MRNA podcast. That's the Music Review Nerd Acumen. I'm here with Staple Gun, a.k.a. Justin. Why do I say your name like that? Like, it's so almost condescending. Justin. Justin. God. That guy. That guy. We're back with that guy. That actually sounds better. That guy reviews. That guy. All right. Yeah. I dig it. What's up, Trevor in chat? He's always here and ready for us. The support, man. Thank you so much. Happy holidays, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Uh, you know, this is our ninth album review this year. Wow. Doesn't seem like it. No. I was looking at that, too, because I was starting to get a, like a, a picture of, you know, wrapping the year, kind of looking back at the things that we've done, and I was looking at launching this. We launched this, uh, what, back in April? may we've been pretty consistent almost once a month every single month what's up thunder uh we only had the delay for the one episode with the used but we did two in one month i think once as well so that kind of keeps us on track so but yeah this is our music review podcast if you haven't checked it out and you like music you're in the right place and this year well this episode uh, concluding our first year is a Christmas episode, so it's gonna be. Uh, what's up, Batman? Thank you for the host. Um, you picked this one. I didn't even know this was gonna be a thing. Uh, you said, "Hey, newfound glory," and I said, "Hey, I like that band." Mm-hmm. And uh, then you said, "Hey, it's a Christmas album." I'm like, "Okay, a cover album." You're like, "Hey, no, it's not." Okie dokie. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the host, MX. And I was like, oh, not a cover album, but a Christmas album. Like, originals? Okay, come on. Thanks for the host, Rated. What's that going on? Effective. So, yeah, so putting all those pieces together, Newfound Glory, not a cover album, but a Christmas album. I didn't know what to expect. Same. And uh, we'll talk about it as we give a breakdown. Um, but yeah, I was. This isn't their first either. They did a EP. Back in 2012, I believe. Uh, hmm. A very newfound Glory Christmas, or something of that sort. Do you remember the name? No, not offhand. Okay. Uh, which led into, actually, and again, we'll talk about it when we get to the songs, um, led into, you've listened to the Punk Goes compilation albums, right? Yes. So, uh, we've had many talks Double. on that. Yeah. I'm just more so clarifying to anyone listening. Um, they had a song off this album feature, and again, we'll give a... A breakdown of that so uh, it's not 100% new material so. correct uh, dingus thank you for the host but yes d- what was it December 2nd December 3rd was the release of this 2021 newfound glory December's here how yeah. fitting because December is here we're almost yeah. actually done with December now it's the 20th of 2021 so it's crazy what a year so again welcome to our Christmas special um, I didn't do a lot of legwork for this as far as preparation for the background of the album. I can say this. I've been listening to this band for about 20 years. So it's another band for us that's been around uh, for a long, long time. And uh, it's another band that probably has been come and go with us. I don't want to speak for you, but I'm going to give that prediction um, that you're probably in the same situation as me where it's been uh a big deal, and then they just kind of faded away. Not them faded away, but for our interests faded away, and then have 
you know, remind us that they're still here and we're reminded every now and then with some of their stuff. Uh, with that, why don't you actually give, you said you did some prep work, give us a background on Newfound Glory, a little uh, showcase of the discography. Yeah, so um, the first album came out 1999. Uh, Nothing Gold Can Stay is what it was called. Um, in 2000, they had a self-titled album called Newfound Glory. Um, that is the one that was definitely the most popular or really kind of kicked them off. Um, that one had My Friends Over You and Head On Collision. So those were ones that were um, big hits back in 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, 2002, a couple years later, uh, they put out Sticks and Stones. They have All Downhill From Here. Um, that was another big hit. Again, like you said, as far as relevance, um, those both those albums were very relevant for me um, when I was listening to them. Um, 2004, uh, they put out Catalyst. Um, there's a couple tracks on there that I was familiar with, um, but I think it probably started losing track of them around that time. Then uh, 2006, Coming Home. Um, 2007, like you said, they did a lot of Punk Goes stuff. So they done Punk Goes Christmas. They done Punk Goes Pop. Um, they did a cover of Kiss Me, mm -hmm. uh, which is a great cover song. Um, 2009, um, Not Without a Fight. 2011, they put out Radio Surgery. 2014, Resurrection. 2017, Makes Me Sick. Uh, and then 2020, um, Forever and Ever, Times Infinity. And 2021, they put out a deluxe album of that 2020 album. Kind of like what the used did. Right. And these so are 21 all... Plus. Right. These are all major albums then. They've had EPs, which are shorter. They've had singles and B-sides littered in between all these releases too. Um, you mentioned Catalyst as being kind of the falling off point for the band. Uh, it was shortly after At that. Least for me. For you, right. For me, it was coming home. Uh, stylistically, it was a new direction that they had tried. He dropped his uh, vocal... Uh, octaves, if you will. He brought it down, and he had a different singing style approach. At first, it sounded like a di different singer and different style. Uh, since then, he's kind of brought it back, you know, his signature sound and style. I don't know what the reasoning was behind it. I didn't look too deep into it. And if I did back then, I don't remember. Um, but that was kind of the last time I was, like, really digging them as my interests really went off in a different direction shortly after that. Um, and it was kind of, too, the end of pop punk. Obviously, it's still existent today. It's making a comeback. We're talking a lot about this style this year, uh, and it's mm -hmm. definitely circling around again, thanks to a bunch of the artists back then, uh, notably Avril, as we talked in our last episode. Travis Barker is mm -hmm. still very much relevant. Um, Blink's still in existence. I mean, there's a lot of these bands around, um, still relevant. Not as big, but, you know, still a thing. Green Day. Uh, Green Day, Exactly. But even them, stylistically, they've, they've made changes. Yeah. I wouldn't really classify them as pop punk anymore. Um, there was only a brief time where I would even consider them part of that subgenre, if you will. Uh, Emma, thank you for the host. Um, so I'm trying to think. Like When I think of pop punk, I think Good Charlotte. I think Newfound Glory. Um trying to think of who else like who comes some to mind 41. some 41 um blink blink that to me green day is kind of on the outskirts of it they were alternative pop punk they had different styles to their 
their sound. They weren't the, the bubble gummy. They had songs that were. Don't get me wrong, but they were. Yeah. They had a little bit more edge. They weren't uh, the. Even though they were pretty much showcased at Hot Topic. Don't get me wrong. They were the the spokesman mm-hmm. almost of the style of Hot Topic during that era. Uh, but uh, I just Fall uh, Boy, early on. Fall Boy, yeah, the early, early stuff, on. yeah, early yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I mean, the list goes on and on. There's so many bands we could speak on. Uh, Emma says, "Pop punk lives on in your heart always." Of course, I mean that's why we're here. It's it's it was a grooming period for our interests, and it yeah. led us to so many different types of bands. I mean, you and I enjoyed discovering so many off the years and years of Warp Tour. You know, there was a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. Even the year we went, um, they're not <clears throat> pop punk per se, but they're uh, a UK pop punk style beat union. Uh, yeah. So they're like an alternative, you know, to that sound, but they're still poppy. You know, they had, mm-hmm. they got all their radio hits. Um, so, I mean, stuff like that, it's, it's been an interesting journey, but anyways, coming home to my point was that was the last real album that I followed besides the, uh, uh, from the screen to your stereo albums, which they did a couple of those. I don't believe you mentioned those. No, they weren't, I guess, listed as full studio albums, but yeah. Right. And these are their cover albums. So right. Sure. A little bit of background too, from my understanding, Newfound Glory got kind of big, and known for their covers and then actually started getting really noticed and popular for their original singles. Uh, but they were a cover mm. band, I believe in the early days is kind of mm. what they were good at or what they were known for. And I could be wrong on that. That's just the story that I've been told or discovered throughout the years of being a fan of theirs. Um, I was actually supposed to see them back in September. We pulled out of the concert due to concerns and the venue size and, you know, so many reasons, obviously health and safety right now. And, Things ain't getting better, unfortunately. I was really hoping for that this holiday season, but here we are. Um, so for those listening, I hope you're safe out there and you have a safe holiday. Uh, but yeah, great background. They put out a lot of content, and here we are coming back, listening to them again. First full album in years that I've listened to. And uh, I couldn't find anything. There was nothing on Wikipedia about this album. Oh, really? Like a background? Because <laughs> usually I find like a background of the recording process or like how they put things together or the, uh, the pre-production or planning or like you literally told me and then boom, it was out. I was like, okay. And even today yeah. I tried doing some follow-up research on just some um, review sites. I didn't dive into those because I don't want to be swayed by somebody else's review. I never mm-hmm. read reviews if I'm reviewing something myself because uh, I don't want to steal the words accidentally of somebody else. Because uh, that happens sometimes when you describe something you're describing in somebody else's words. So I didn't do that. So I don't have any background on this this album, to be honest with you. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's one of those ones where I kind of heard them, you know, put out a single. And I went, oh, they're making a Christmas song. And then kind of Googled it and found that they were putting out a Christmas album. But yeah, I didn't find any, like, in-depth interviews or, you know, anything... I mean, they kind of been off the radar for a bit. I would say, um, I I did listen to their. Uh, to be honest, I didn't know they put out an album in 2020. Um, I saw that they released the deluxe album in 2021, and then it made me go and listen to those songs from the 2020 album plus the deluxe songs, and I and I really enjoyed that album. It's a really really good album. Really reminds me of the early Newfound Glory days, and definitely worth a listen to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, then going straight to this. And that's what I mean, returning stylistically, what they've done now recently. Um, I listened to yeah. the singles off that album because 
Uh, the concert that was supposed to be in September of 2021 was actually right. one that I bought tickets for for June of 2020. It got delayed, obviously, and pushed back. Uh, ultimately, the yeah, ultimate. Gosh, who was uh, the other band on tour with them? A uh, simple plan. Simple plan. Yeah, yeah, and they pulled out of the dates because of obviously health concerns, and they're a Canadian mm-hmm. act as well too. Um, so they pulled out of the dates, which there was another reason too. I was like, I, I'm paying full price, and the bands that you replaced them with, I don't care for. So like, mm-hmm. I couldn't justify the ticket costs. Uh, so we did a refund of that stuff. Uh, it's unfortunate because I would have loved to have seen them both. Like I've seen Simple Plan before, and they're fantastic. Um, yeah. So like, it would have been an awesome like throwback concert. And it would have been amazing. I bet. Uh, it's unfortunate I got delayed, and they they had released that album. 2020 anticipating that tour to promote it obviously but things got delayed so i'm glad they got to do their part of the show and promote the album um but it's unfortunate obviously what happened um let's give our predictions and let's talk about this thing all right who wants to go first i'll predict you it's out of 10. Whole numbers is what we've been doing. We'll stick with that. We should do it out of 12 because, you know, it's the 12th month of the year. 12 is kind of like holiday, but we're not going to do that. Um, that'd be weird. So out of 10, gosh, this is tough because, like, how do you base it? Are you basing it off Christmas albums? Are you basing it off a New Found Glory album? Are you basing it off albums in general? Listenability, replayability. There's so many factors that we consider. Lyrically, is it great? Is it bad? Musically, is it aligned with your interests? This one was challenging because I know generally you enjoy most parts of the holiday season. There are things you don't enjoy. Stylistically, I know there's a lot of influence of bands you like, specifically from the 50s and 60s. That is clear on this album, which I'll get to in our breakdowns. So out of 10, I would say you would give it a 7. Okay. So um, for you, obviously... Uh, we had our discussion last week about you not giving any 10s. Um, so definitely 10s <laughs> off the board. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, so I, I don't think it's 9 worthy for you or 8. Um, based on my listening and your musical interests, um, I'm going to say you're going to give it a 5 five okay so seven and a five is what we think here of each other let's yep. see how accurate we are there are 11 tracks on this album and uh i'll kick things off for us okay december's here the title track off the album kicking things off uh classic rock feel as i mentioned definitely influenced by bands like the beach boys i hear it so much littered throughout this album uh, and that's mm-hmm. not necessarily a bad thing, unless you don't like that stuff, which I know you do. Okay. So, definitely also present is the styling of Newfound Glory here. Christmas is definitely felt on this track, with a pleasant groove and bells driving the song. And lyrically, I really enjoyed the references to watching Home Alone and Elf. I thought that was a nice little nod, uh, because, for one... I watch them both annually. Home Alone is a, spoiler alert, Wednesday is our top Christmas movies podcast. Spoiler alert. Home Alone is in that top list for me. Fantastic movie. Is it the best Christmas movie? Tune in Wednesday. We'll give more info on that. Uh, Also, Elf, another fantastic one that gets watched annually. Love that movie. 
Um, overall, a decent opening track for a Christmas album. It fits all the things you'd look to listen towards during the holidays. And it fits the title track, and it fits as a single to promote such album. So, yeah, decent opener. All right. Um, yeah, as you said, um, kind of a uplifting, very um, classic rock, like Beach Boys. Definitely can hear the influence in there. Um, I noticed it kind of reminded me of Reliant K. Um, they had a lot of that kind of uh, feel in it with the, the bop bops and the ooze. Mm-hmm. Um, so got a little, you know, small pop book pop punk guitar solo in the middle uh of the song but um overall yeah i mean a good start to the album uh like you said references to movies um elf and uh home alone and christmas vacation was the other one um Mm -hmm. that they mentioned and then yeah i could close my eyes and recite the lines which i mean if it if they're mainstays for christmas for you everyone can relate to that so yeah good good start to the album um I enjoyed this track. Nice. Uh, Trevor in chat says things I don't enjoy Christmas music. So Trevor's out. He doesn't, he doesn't like this one. What's up, Will Zoda? Uh, Emma says Christmas music is amazing. So we have both sides right here for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor says Christmas music goes in the same category as country music. That category of things I never want to listen to. Uh, Emma says home alone and elf equal insanely awesome. Trevor says home alone is great. Elf is garbage. Trevor. Oh, no. Oh, dude. I don't know, man. Really? Wait, is Trevor the same one who said that uh, Christmas music is just bad? Yes. So oh, okay. he's, a, he's a bit of a Scrooge, I guess, around the holidays. Scrooge, Grinch, so, yeah. whatever you want to call it. He's a mean one, Mr. Trevor. Just It sounds like he's listening to the wrong Christmas songs. He might. He needs more because... Mariah Carey in his life. Yeah, that's really going to help. <laughs> Maybe. Don't get me wrong. I love, no, I love it. Do it's, you? It's a, it, yeah. It's a great song. One of my favorites. But there are other punk songs. There are other songs, you know, by the Ramones and other ones that are, are good hits, good Christmas hits that a lot of people don't put on their Christmas playlist because they're not, you know, traditional, super positive or traditional. Yeah. But... There's some great Christmas songs out there. Yeah, I think Andrea is more of a traditional artist. I, I think the only time she ever like ventures out is um, like the lounge singers, um, mm. the Bublés and the Bubbles, Mister Bubbles. <laughs> Bublé. She likes she likes that stuff. So mm. yeah. that's passed for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't generally. Spoiler: I don't generally listen to Christmas music, but that's just me. I have, you know, I do like some though. Like one of my favorite times of year was an orchestra back in band because of Sleigh Ride. Like that was a fun mm-hmm. song to play in band. Yeah. Like that was really cool. And it had a drum solo sections and I get to play the drums a little bit. So I thought that was cool. So Yeah, and I had the the uh reindeer on the uh trumpet. Yeah. The muted trumpet, you know, at the end. So yeah, it was <laughs> <it's not. laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you nailed it. (laughs) Spot on. That's what we do here. Um, That sounds like a good sound clip right there. (laughs) There's your next alert. Thank you. Clip that. Um, Let's go back to chat real quick before we continue. Had an elf alarm clock once. It was cute, says Emma. Uh, Batman agrees, plus Christmas vacation. Uh, Trevor says, not a Will Ferrell fan, so that's why you're not a fan of elf. 
fair, but Will Ferrell does have some good content. There are some bad stuff by him, a lot of bad stuff. We could do a podcast on the good and bad of Will Ferrell because there's a lot to digest with his stuff. So I agree in that sentiment. Not everything he does is gold. And that's okay. But Elf, though? That's a good one. That's one of the good ones. Yeah. Um, let's continue on. Yeah, Emma saying bah humbug. Trevor. Lana's been <laughs> listening to Christmas music since November 1st. So you, you know where she stands. Uh, okay. Emma says, Fairy Tale of New York is your favorite Christmas song. I don't think I've heard that one. Are you familiar? Fairy Tale of New York? No. Who's the artist on that? Um, you worked 10 years in retail and they played it all the time. Uh, one time they had a Christmas in July event and never stopped until after Christmas. Oh, yuck. Uh, it's beginning oh, wow. to look a lot like Christmas by Perry Como and the Fontaine sisters is the best. The laugh and it kills you every time, says Lana. Um, now, you know, here's the thing about retail and music. I understand that sentiment. In high school, I worked at Craig's Cruisers. For those unfamiliar, that is uh, Go-Karts, Laser Tag, Pizza, Arcade. Um, family Fun Center. Um they one of their big sponsors was I think B ninety three, and Oof. for those that don't know, back then I don't think that's a station anymore. But it is. is it still really? Is it still country too? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They were one of the most dominant stations in the area, besides like WSNX back in the day. I mean, everyone remembers that. They grew up in Grand Rapids area. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, B ninety three. They had a birthday bash concert. It was all country, and it was around the time the early two thousands where everything was going pop country. And amazingly enough, there was a period of time where I was singing along to Rascal Flats. So you can get uh, sucked in to things that you're constantly hearing, or it can drive you absolutely insane. Understandable, there's two sides to that coin. Um, I realized what I was doing, and I quickly stepped away from that. I was like, no, not, no let's not do that with our lives. Because uh, life is a highway. It's a Rascal Flats cover song. Okay. Got it. Anyways, the I don't know how to say that the Pogues, Pogues, I don't know, and Kirsty McMackle, I don't know. Those are tough words. Those are big words in chat. <laughs> Trevor had a manager starting Christmas Eve early one year, and you hated him. The birthday bash almost punched a dude with the Confederate flag at one of those. Says Andrea, doesn't surprise me. Words are hard, Emma. Words are hard. Let's continue with our words of the review, though. Second track yeah. before we completely derail this thing and make it a five-hour Christmas episode. <laughs> All right. Second track, uh, Somber Christmas, three minutes and three seconds. Um, good upbeat keyboards right at the beginning. Um, nice drum kick right into the the uh, nasally newfound glory authentic sound is basically the way I phrased it. Because, yeah, I mean, y- you feel... Like, this is a newfound glory song immediately. Um, the more bop bops and ooze, like they had in the first track, um, <clears throat> is a really, I mean, good song as far as lyrically, um, compared to, say, like, the first one. It was, it was a good song, you know, a good song about quoting your favorite Christmas movies. But this one, you know, it's a miracle if you let it be, follow all the lights back home and make new memories. Um, so just, you know, people returning home for Christmas, you know, kind of, Starting fresh, um, got a little bit of a uh, choir singing um, about the sun rising and escaping darkness. Um, that goes right into the chorus again. Um, just you know, saying it doesn't you know Christmas doesn't have to be so somber um, this year. And 
then they it's a really good upbeat song i can see why they released it as the single off the album i would say um it's my favorite track from the album this one's your favorite yes okay. song for christmas oh this is also a single i didn't know this was a single too how many singles then are yeah. off this um so this is the one they they made a music video out of wow i did poor yeah. absolute poor research for this i apologize like I said, I found hardly anything on this. Yeah. I was looking for details, and I generally right. go to Wikipedia. I know it's not the greatest source of information, but a lot of times it is. So, yeah, there was there's there was not a lot. I'm so so. How many singles are there? Are there just the two then? Because I mean, this album just, yeah. came, just came out. So obviously, there's the one building up to the release of the album, and then uh, that one. I'll have to go watch the music yeah. video. You guys should too. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Um. Trevor likes Coco Melon. He says he sings along in the shower, and he stopped and wondered what he was doing with his life. Been there. Been there. Uh, somber Christmas. Um, yeah, I agree with some of the sentiments. So Christmas, a.k.a. the Jingle Bells, kick off this track. Some piano and drums kicking off more of the upbeat pop-punk feel of, of this. Early 2000s, Newfound Glory is definitely relevant here. Um, like you said, the, the nasally, that was one of the biggest things. Um, that people describe Newfound Glory. They plug their nose and they try to sing. Um, it's unique, though. Not mm -hmm. many people sound like him, so whatever he's doing is working. So in this track, I said pop punk is alive and they infused it with Christmas. Lyrically, they want to bring, from what I understood, the joy to the holidays and state that they are here during the season and just don't be somber. I don't know. That's what I was getting from it. It didn't. I don't know what more you could say. Um, didn't hit for you, huh? Yeah, there's there's just not a lot to unpack lyrically that I felt. Um, it's pretty straightforward. There's just I don't know. Hmm. Not uh, I don't know how to describe. It. Not, not a hit for you. No, it's no, it's okay. This song's no. okay. I understand. Yeah, you, like, I understand you I like, like this. it. But yeah, no, I just I like the style of it. Like just it, it felt like a newfound glory song to me. Just even the you know, the way you sing summer, you know, just kinda it it fits with, with newfound glory. And yeah, I thought it was a nice upbeat positive song. It was, yeah. Even though, even though it's called Somber Christmas. <laughs> well right. They're giving reassurance yeah. that they they're here. Don't basically don't be, right? It's quite the opposite yeah. of the name of it. So um yep. It's fine. Like I said, I, I understand why you would enjoy something like this. It's just, it, it exists to me. It's fine. Yep. It's not terrible. I just didn't love it. I didn't add it to any playlists. Let's put it that way. So, um, okay. That's just me. Um, three is Holiday Records, track three. Upbeat pop punk feel continued with this one. Lyrically singing about the joy leading up to Christmas Day, partying on Christmas Eve while overplaying holiday songs on getting ready for the get-togethers. Song references the Beach Boys, Bruce Springsteen, and uh, your favorite, Mariah Carey. Um, also has a fun vocal and drum bridge during the song. Definitely encourages the sing-along style to everything. So, I, I thought this one was fine. This one was a good one. I didn't hate this. Right. I, I, I did not unpack it for Again... Yeah, this well, this approach to this review was difficult for me, and we prefaced this in the beginning. How do I talk about this? How do I 
Is it a Christmas album? You know, how am I reviewing it just as a Christmas album compared to other Christmas albums? Like, I didn't know how to handle this approach to this one, to be honest. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Um, so, yeah, like I said, uh, for me, I've got, you know, I get some light piano and tambourine, uh, more ooh-oohs and bop-bops. Best description um, ever, by the way. Which <laughs> I thought was interesting for three songs in a row. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a holiday song about singing their favorite holiday songs on repeat, which could be one of these songs for you in the future. So it's kind of like a song exception. Um, yeah, so you yeah, had to mention uh, Beach Boys, Bruce Springsteen, Mariah Carey, um, more light guitar solos, uh, basically a Christmas Eve sing-along song. Yeah, I thought it was a good song. Um, one of the better ones on the album but not a standout that i would be adding to any list do me a solid okay i'm gonna put you on the spot we're gonna do a vocal sing-along with chat here i want you to do your oohs and your bops but i want you to do a drawn out ooh and then with staccato i want you to hit that bop just a short <laughs> Can you Are you going to do the ooh and then I'll do the bop? I mean, I guess we could do that. Put it all on me. <laughs> okay, so ooh. Bop. What song, guys? I bet you're never going to get it. Yeah, never going to get it. Oh, sorry, did I ruin your song? <laughs> no! I just waited to see what chat catches up. <laughs> Chad's singing along. They're doing ooh bop. We got Emma going ooh, the drawn out ooh. Thank you for that. And a bop after. So you guys are getting it. Good. Uh, Radius says, I know it, but I forgot the name. I'm waiting for Lana to chime in. That should be one that she knows. There you go. And Vogue is the artist. Emma says, I, I literally went to Hanson. Oh, know- it's mmm bop. There's not a lot of mmm bops, a lot of ooh bops. Yeah, yeah. Not no mmm ooh. Get your bops right. The bop is still there. Bop, bop. Yeah. Bop, 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 <laughs> um, Yeah, and Vogue, my loving, never going to get it. She says stupid with two O's. What? What you talk about? Uh, so that was the segment of Vocal Stylings with Justin and Trav. Let us continue. Is this an ASMR podcast, though? I mean, technically, aren't all podcasts ASMR? No, not if you hear some of the hosts that I hear. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that really sucks for them and their listeners. Sorry. All right. I bet you they're getting nothing for Christmas. Probably. All right, next we got nothing for Christmas. Um, three minutes, 35 seconds. Wow, what a good segue. Um, <laughs> like you said, uh, this is not an original song for this album. Um, it was on the Punk Goes Christmas album from... 2013 um um i said uh acoustic guitar um got some jingle bells kind of sleigh bells going on in the background um christmas is coming so don't buy me nothing um it was hard for me to write don't buy me nothing because i know it should be anything um but they did it for the rhyme um great meaning of the song about cherishing family time or time with their partner um 
got some kind of uh, women's uh, backing vocals in the song, and no bop bops in this one. No, I thought bops. it was okay. No bops. I, I mean, I've heard it several years ago, and yeah. I thought it was okay. And now they put it out in this album, and it's still okay for me. Still okay, yeah. You know, when I saw this, I was like, wait, this sounds familiar from the one they did indeed, like you said, released 2012 and then the Christmas compilation in 2013. I was kind of hoping yep. for this one to be a cover. You know, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. No, it yeah. didn't, that didn't happen. I was like, ah, oh, such an opportunity here for them. Because, like, it is a whiny song and, like, as you described them, kind of nasy, whiny band. Uh, that's yeah. not, not a slight, but, like... Yeah, it's, it's their, their style. Sound. Yeah, I mean, it would have it would have been a perfect fit. Yeah, but no, they decided to take it in a totally different direction, which was an old direction. Yeah, missed opportunity. Not, not an old enough direction. Yeah, so I mean, you had a lot of same notes again. Twenty twelve was released on a very newfound glory Christmas, and then Punk Goes Christmas compilation in twenty thirteen. I uh, said it slows things down into almost love song, lyrically saying that they got what they wanted for Christmas, and that's. You, I'm looking at you guys right now, ASMR podcast. We got you for Christmas, and that's all we want. This is the part of the show. You miss these, by the way. Uh, we boop. Like, they, they put their nose on their phone or their computer screen. <laughs> and I boop their nose. <laughs> these are things that happen during the shows. It gets weird in here, man. It gets weird. See? We got boops in chat. We got boops in chat. They booped my finger, and I booped their nose. These are the things that happen, and these are... One of the many reasons you should tune into our programming each week. That is what we do here. We get weird and loud. No bops, just boops. Just careful there. You almost (laughs) said another word. We don't say that word on this show. We would get banned. Just booped a nose. (laughs) Continuing on, or otherwise I'm going to get nothing for Christmas. (sighs) Just probably a Christmas card. Oh, no no uh, further comment on that one? Just, just yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Like you said, I heard it before, too, so it was fine. I get <laughs> why it's on the album. It, yeah. It should be. So, you know. Christmas cards, though. We've all had them, hopefully. If you haven't, I'm sorry. Let me know. I will uh, make that a thing for you, even though I haven't sent a Christmas card in God knows how many years. You guys do that. Thank you, by the way. We do. We do. Um... I don't know. This is like, I don't love this season. I don't, I don't hate Christmas time for those that love it, but I like this Halloween time, like fall is pleasant for me. Um, I didn't always have the fondest memories of Christmas time growing up. So like, this isn't always one of those favorite things. It should be now because I get to create them for my children and it is, but like, it's just not my favorite. So I like, I don't think about all the things that go involved with the season and that makes me a bad bad santa so i apologize sorry guys anyways christmas card upbeat almost 50s like beat to this track influenced by bands like the beach boys you don't like them so you probably hate this uh so that's what it seems like it's short it's what roughly two minute track yep two Um, minutes ten seconds two ten is short trevor says you said i was being a scrooge come to the dark side we have cookies you had cookies. You brought them to me, Trevor. Thank you again for that. Um, lyrically, they describe how they can't find someone the perfect Christmas card. Which, aw, adorable. Make your own, dude. 
<laughs> yep. Anyways, it's a nice thought. It's a nice, lyrically nice, kind, caring, compassionate song. Uh, lyrically better than a lot of the other stuff so far, kind of. A little bit more mature and adoring. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, well, you got part of your analysis right. Um, oh. So, I said uh, cheesy lyrics about trying to find the perfect <laughs> Christmas card for their partner. Um, I found it pretty relaxed, boring. Um, boring. Trying to go across state lines to find the perfect Christmas card. I'm on cloud nine. I mean, kind of really bad lyrics in this one. I know you said lyrically it's better than some of the stuff before it. Because they're really reaching for ideas. We couldn't disagree more on the lyrics for this song. I thought... Yeah, but hold on. Look at the, the, the approach that we take with how we even speak... That's right up my alley with using just horrible puns and stupid remarks to describe something yeah, happening. That so. explains why you think it's an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, um, I'm getting so yeah, more, oh, God. more sleigh bells and more bop bops at the end. So I have noticed a trend now. Um, all four of their new songs up until this point have had some bop bops in there. And the only one that didn't was an older song. So, yeah, I, very, no, nah, I don't even want to give it a meh. It's just a bad song. <laughs> How many songs in existence do you think have bop in it? And what does bop mean? There's Killer. A, there's a bop it toy. Did you have that toy? I did. Yeah. So you were down with the bop it. Yeah. You like Not it. these bops, though. You don't just spill like it. Yeah. It's, it's, I always wonder the origin of some things. Like when you're writing a new genre, like you're creating a new genre, right? You're the, the entrepreneur, the, um, what do you want to say? Innovator. <sighs> the innovator. Thank you. Words are difficult. Um, yeah, you're ushering in a new movement of sound and style. And you were in the studio and you uttered the word bop. And they were like, what did you just say? Print it. That's money. They said that. Mm-hmm. Or they went, oh, that kind of sounds like a like a note. Let's just, let's just keep it in there. It's kind of like a note, yeah. Bop, 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 bop. Is there somebody you can go low with it, you can go high with it? Bop. It's got a lot of variation. Bop. Yeah, there is quite a bit of range there. That's cool. Fun word. Mm-hmm. Rada says, words are not my friend tonight. When are they ever? Let's be real. Not a lot, so that's okay. Um, continuing on. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going to ask for forgiveness from someone. All right. So up next, got Santa Forgive Me. Three minutes and 18 seconds. Um... Again, uh, kind of a mellow tune with a tambourine, guitar. Uh, we got some doo-wops in this one. Not just bop-bops. We've got some doo-wops. Um, lyrically, basically about doing dumb things, making stupid mistakes. And how um, <laughs> Santa's judging them about them. And how Santa doesn't have their life. And 
you know, Santa should try to be in their shoes once. So I thought that was kind of a weird approach, just saying, hey, forgive me, but also, um, you're not me, so don't judge me. So, kind of weird, kind of contradicting, like, are you really sorry, or are you kind of trying to excuse it? But anyway, um, lyrically, basically a song about forgiveness. Um, good building guitars at the end. Um, yeah, this was just a bad song for me. I... I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. Santa, forgive me. It's just kind of, just, again, kind of cheesy for me. You're going to be asking for forgiveness because you know Christmas is in like five days, right? Yeah. And you know what he does for all the naughty boys and girls? Nothing. You get nothing for Christmas. We talked about this earlier. Forgive him. Forgive the red man. Not not the rapper Redman. Don't forgive him. For he has sinned. He said naughty words in his songs. You found glory. Quite a not. few. He, did, he said quite a few naughty words. I learned them all. Those are the words that I can use. But I'm not going to because we would lose. Oh, we don't have any sponsors. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, slower track again. That slowly builds into the chorus. Classic vibes to this one. Uh, very influenced here again by the 50s. And I also mentioned the doo-wop. Uh, she bopped to bop to bang to bang. Diggy, diggy, diggy. Said you boogie the up jump the boogie. How do you think that came to be? Do we really need to go into no, the mentality no, of Kid Rock? That would be, no, you don't, uh, you don't say that down here. We would not discuss any of their stuff. So Please, yeah, please. That's not happening. So no worries there. Lyrically wanting Santa to visit, forgiving, uh, forgive the things they did. Uh, he mentions copying a test. It's so juvenile. Just some of the lyrics. Of this one. I mentioned lyrically positive, and then I'm also like contradicting myself on some of this. It's just what I do here. Uh, maybe it's relatable topics and not so relatable. But copying a test, uh, stealing bowling shoes. I mean, that's kind of funny. They're kind of cool shoes, but when would you really ever wear them? Especially stinky shoes that millions of other people have worn. Uh, just go buy your own. I don't know. Uh, fighting in the lunchroom, dumping chili on someone's new shirt. I thought that was a very specific reference. Was that from something that I'm missing? Not that I'm aware of, but I didn't really look into it because I wasn't a big fan of the song in general. So I wasn't like, oh, I gotta understand I the chili reference. <laughs> right, I need to know more about the chili. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Who, whose chili was it? Mm. Uh, I do like chili, though. Chili is really good, by the way. What's your favorite kind of chili? Mm. White chicken. White chicken, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, have, like, chili beans in it, or do you no bean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely the bean. Uh, I, yeah. I enjoy beans, hamburger beans. meat and stuff like that, too. Like, yeah, the beans and the meat. What are we talking about here? We're getting away <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, next week on the MRNA Podcast, we're going to be talking about chili recipes. Could you imagine, like, an hour-long chili recipe episode? Just a special one-off about chili. And then at the end, we do full-on ASMR of stirring the pot of chili. Mm -hmm. How comforting would that be? I think you're onto something. Yeah. 
then at the end, of course, you got to eat it and then get all those sounds. Yeah, take a small bite of it. Just really taking all the flavors and then describe. <laughs> and then realize it's too hot and just go, what the? Right, just have a, then the episode ends and it's done. That's it. Thanks for checking out the chili shell, the one and only. Burnt my tongue, now I can't do anymore. Great. Batman says, mmm, sounds good. See, we've, we've, we've turned people on to chili here. The Red Hot Chili Peppers is rated. That's a great band. Maybe great we'll, band. we'll review some of theirs one day. They're, they're a lot of fun, though. So how'd you feel about it? It was fine. It was fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. Average song, like not a standout, but I didn't hate it. I'd say probably in the middle, and it deserves middle placement of the album. So it's it's right where it needs to be. It's fine. Gotcha. Um, what do we got? Our first Christmas. Yep. This is our first Christmas doing this podcast Review. together. Yeah, for the review show. I said that at the beginning. I'm reminded with the title track here. Uh, oh, does this have a special meaning because of us? Yeah, this is for us. This is our song. Oh, okay. So Makes sense. Track seven. This is our first Christmas. Uh, Jingle Bells carry this slower track that continues at the same pace throughout of it. Lyrically, the excitement of having their first Christmas together. Like us! The MRNA Podcast Christmas Special! Not much to write home to about this song, though. It exists. Didn't love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, more light tambourine, acoustic, piano. Um, basically, you know, about tidying up for Christmas, since it's their uh, couple's first Christmas together. Um, trying to impress. Um, our first Christmas, our first Christmas, our first Christmas together. Very repetitive, very mind-numbing. Um it's catchy but mind numbing mm-hmm. and yeah it's just bland more ahs in the background um so no oohs or bop bops but we got some ahs <laughs> <sighs> yeah I, again this is just for me the third bad track in a row so yeah i'm starting to get to the point where it's like i'm glad this is 11 tracks and it's only like 33 minutes because uh, it was in the middle of this, I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Will, yeah. Will Zona in chat says, yeah, my family's watching a lot of Christmas movies. All the Christmas movies, says Emma. You guys are in luck. Wednesday. Tune in this Wednesday. We have our Christmas special, our movie podcast. So that is called the RDNA podcast. R-E-E-L, because we keep it real, like a film reel. You get it? That's our tagline for that show. Aren't you glad you're not part of that one? Because, man, they don't stop the puns. They continue. Uh, they're pretty punny. <laughs> uh, join us Wednesday, though. We're going to be giving our top ten Christmas movies. Um, we'll have questions like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas or Halloween movie? Um, that'll be on Wednesday. Is Jurassic World a Christmas movie? Hmm? Hmm? You say no over there. I see you shaking your head. But guess what? Wikipedia says it is at Christmas time and the parents are getting divorced so they send them to Jurassic World. Yes. Oh, I feel the Christmas in that one. All the feels. Yeah. So tune in on Wednesday, two nights from now, 
the RDNA Christmas special as we put together the top 10 Christmas movies. Can we do it? What is your favorite? No, that's a question. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Jingle All the Way. That's right. We talked about that before. For those that mm-hmm. weren't listening to before and have a poor memory like myself, until I remember while he was saying it, Jingle All the Way, which we've had multiple discussions on. But there are several honorable mentions. There are some solid films out there, especially now with the amount of stuff they're putting out. I mean, a lot of it are misses, but over the last few years, there have been some good hits that will be on repeat because we do 25 days of Christmas movies in our house. Um, so a good time to spend with family and watch a Christmas movie and helps us discover new stuff all the time. What'd you watch today? Uh, today was uh, The Grinch, the animated, the newer 2018 one. I saw that in theaters. It was really good. It was my, good. One of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Stocking stuff for last year. Yep. Gotta love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, love it. I don't know. If you're ever feeling in a bad way or depressed or sad about something, I usually go to the fainting and yelling goat videos. I don't know why I find that so funny, but it's really funny. <laughs> not not the video of you slipping on the ice, but the, the No, that goat. exists too, if you want to check that out. Um, it comes up in chat every now and then. Oh, here's something funny that chat likes too. You want ASMR, right now there is a redemption for tortugas, which are turtles. Uh, this is what they sound like, apparently, while they're mating. You can't hear it right now. Um, but it's... It's very discomforting. Hmm. They're, they're really, uh... They're really... They're, yeah, they went. <laughs> Good on them. Tados. Give him my best impression of it. Shall I give you my impression of the Tados? Would you like to hear what the Tortugas sound like during their mating session? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's going to hit a little too close to home for what, nope. what you got going on in your private life. Nope. I'll, I'll, nope. leave that. I'll leave that for Andrew. I got I to Hold on. I need you to lean in to the speaker on your device. Can you do that? And he goes... <laughs> so Christmas is coming Don't buy me nothing You 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 Hey, you know what? Let's talk about one of our favorite Four letter words Since we're on the topic of all this Talk about snow. <laughs> that popular S word that pisses some people off. What'd you think? What'd you think about snow? Um, snow. So yeah, this one, um, slow drum intro for this one into kind of repeating piano keys um, throughout. Definitely kind of slows down, gets kind of more serious, I would say, lyrically um, compared to the stuff before it, but Christmas cards and Santa forgiving them and you know um, as I mentioned that I love before 
Um, so yeah, so one of the lyrics from the song was, uh, and I'll count the photos in the hallway of my family that have passed. Um, the stories through the evening keep us smiling. Um, hurts less if we can laugh. Um, so I thought that was just a, an excellent lyric, um, especially with COVID or, you know, with whatever struggles people have been going through. I know over the last couple of years, we lost some family members and, um, yeah, so I know this Christmas will be a little different for us. So I thought I really related with that lyric and thought it was really good. Um, this one does have the ooze. The ooze are back in this song, um, but it felt very fitting for the tone of the song. Um, excellent lyrics uh, with kind of a melancholy, slow finish about the power of Christmas time to help them stay positive. Um, so yeah, this was... I mean, this and Sober Christmas are probably my favorite tracks from the album. Um, but I just felt like, lyrically, they were taking this one to a, a, definitely a different level, different approach from what they were singing about before. But also just kind of a, you know, um, a way to remember the, the positives that you've got going on around Christmas time rather than the, uh, the negatives or, you know, remembering uh, happy memories of those that have passed or just of Christmas time in general. Yeah. And I, I'm beginning to connect the dots and a lot of things that brought us to this moment tonight. Um, you're talking about the, the return of the ooze, right? Um, mm -hmm. Chad is talking about turtles. You're talking about using the ooze and the songs and the success of that. And then I'm again reminded of the turtles. I'm like, how do these two things relate? But then I begin thinking it's the secret of the ooze. Things slow down with a more somber track here with snow. Piano drives this one with drums and acoustic, as you mentioned, lyrically speaking on memories of Christmas from years past. I feel like I'm quoting you in all this, but you accurately described it. Missing family that had passed and remembering stories. Bringing the truth through a lot of Christmases that it isn't always holly jolly wonderland for some out there. That is a fact. A lot of people think of, yay, Christmas, family, presents. Well, guess what? Shit happens out there, and it's not always holly jolly for everybody. So remember that Christmas is difficult for some people. A lot of people. Could be difficult for the person next to you. Could be difficult for a coworker, a friend, your family. Um, who knows? You know, so uh, don't try to rub it in people's faces how holly jolly you are. We'll get to another track, which I thoroughly enjoyed lyrically later on in this album. Uh, yes. But, yeah, this I, I enjoyed the serious tone. I, I felt this was disconnected from the album on what they were trying to accomplish. Um, but where would you put it, right? Like, it wouldn't fit yeah. on a, one of their other albums. So, like, it... It's it shows like these funny, quirky, you know, pop punk kids, guys, um, can get serious. And uh they did a good job lyrically in this one. So one of the more standout ones lyrically, for sure. Yeah, I mean they've been around twenty plus years. Of course, they've been through struggles and you know, some of the eventually your lyrics are gonna get more serious over time. You would um, hope so. <laughs> yeah, not always, but for bands that actually grow. Right. Uh, what's up, Ty? What's up, Muller? Welcome to the Music Review Nerd Acumen Christmas Special. We're talking about Newfound Glory. December's here. 
So sit back, relax. And if you've missed anything, you can always catch these on demand anytime on your favorite podcast platform, such as Spotify. You can also catch it on a Google. A little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Thank you, Ty. Uh, you can catch it on Google, Apple. You can find the videos also now. The video format on Spotify, very cool. But if you're watching videos, just go to YouTube. Let's be real. Like, it's cool that they offer on Spotify, but if you're going to watch videos, go to YouTube. Just saying. Hit that like, comment, share, subscribe. Thank you. We should continue, though, so we don't fight because it's Christmas, right? Right. I'm trying with these. I'm really trying. Um, backup beat again. 50s beat behind it. Bells and drums drive this what I describe as a clap-along track. Lyrically, this one is pretty good as it describes dealing with shopping and people around the holidays. Uh, one of the better tracks, lyrically, as it describes the feeling for so many. Um, the thing that I kind of was disappointed by was I, I felt they could have touched on so many more relatable things. But again, I mentioned sometimes simple just works too. Um, they talk about dealing with traffic. They talk about dealing with shopping. Uh, if you've ever been out around the holidays trying to find something or dealing with anyone in retail, it sucks. It really does. I'm thankful, and I know it's not Thanksgiving, but we can still give thanks and be thankful for things around Christmas time, right? That's a thing, right? I'm, th- so. I'm thankful for online shopping. I'm sorry if that hurts anyone that works in the retail world. But convenience, I'm sorry. And a pandemic on top of it? Come on. So, um... I, yeah, I don't miss doing that stuff. I worked retail. I don't miss doing that stuff. So, Ty says Thanksgiving over. I ain't thankful for shit now. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Bop. <laughs> Doesn't fit there, but I had to say it. That's fine. Okay, what do you got? All right. Um, so yeah, for this one, uh, two minutes seventeen seconds, just a short song. Like you said, they could have touched on more things. Um, acoustic uh, aco- starts off with acoustic guitar. Kind of uh, reminds me of "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" in the intro, um, as far as the the notes they were hitting. Um, we got more bop bops, bops in this song. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, it, it talks about. Christmas, uh, basically the long lines, traffic, you know, please don't fight. Um, I know it's cold outside, but don't lose your cool was one of the lyrics in the song. Um, I know you like this one. It's just, it was a miss for me. Um, even fading out to the applause at the end, just kind of the like, oh yeah, it was like a live song. Um, yeah, it, I guess you could sing along to it, but I I would feel weird singing along to song about traffic and shopping. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, <laughs> well, I mean, like all I want for Christmas is you. I mean that that says it all. Like, oh. right? I mean, Lyrically, tell me more. Tell me more. Does it say, right. does describe this? I'm just saying. Sing it. I mean, sing it for us. This is a miss for me. Yeah, no, that ain't happening. <laughs> um, so yeah, I found the applause at the end a little bit cheesy. Um, kind of like an old like Beatles set or you know, something where, yeah, that kind of 60s feel. Yeah, it was uh, one of the, the bad songs for me. Question. Yeah. Have you ever sang 
in your vehicle driving somewhere, wherever, that song, All I Want for Christmas is You. Have you ever sung Constantly. That? You sing along to it. You, you, oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I've never wanted more to stalk you and drive around where you're driving to have the odd off chance of hitting a red light and looking over at you just oh yeah microphone air microphone in hand it would be obvious yeah what was that uh that show on mtv that was short-lived the carpool karaoke or not yeah. not that carpool karaoke that's the james court um you know what i'm talking about what were they they would actually set up hidden cameras in people's cars mm-hmm. and then you would you know get scene for your bad singing skills in your in your own car which is kind of messed up i mean the acoustics of a vehicle you have that glass and it bounces the voice back at you and you're mm-hmm. surrounded by speakers depending on your setup that's the best place to sing besides your bathroom great that's great like the acoustics in a shower are fantastic too yeah you get a little bit of echo yeah but that reverb is important yeah it's not the same as a car no, a car is ideal. Yep. But sometimes we can be choosy. I currently do not possess a vehicle, so uh, a shower it is for me. Uh, what do we got in chat going on? You guys are talking about all kinds of stuff. They want you to sing it, by the way. They were chanting that. Oh, it's not, it's not, not happening. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> rated says traffic, traffic, looking for my chapstick. Look. There's a Ford Maverick. Is that a lyric? I don't know that one. Uh, Mariah starts that song off by saying she doesn't want much for Christmas, and then she says all she wants is you. She talking shit. You ain't much. Oh, damn. Dang. Okay. All I want for Christmas is... Okay, see, Ty's doing it in chat. Um, Rita says all I want for Christmas is dot, 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 dot. Emma says you have two front teeth. Um... Fun fact, I had to get my one of my front teeth like surgically aligned because like it never came down. So that was a fun story. Uh, you all know now. No fun. Yeah, not really. Um, man, I had some jack teeth. I, like, did you know me during that time? Like my teeth ain't great now. Don't get me wrong, but they were they were uh, they're pretty rough. So, anyways, that's not why we're here. Let's continue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, All right. So up next, we've got It Never Snows in Florida. Okay, I'm going to let you go. See if you. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I kill your segue? <laughs> no, 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 no. There was no segue All for right. this one. <clears throat> so uh, this one, uh, as I was listening to it, I was thinking, wow, lyrically, this is pretty complex compared to um, the other stuff in the, in the album. Um, just as far as the the details in the lyrics, and it didn't really fit with the theme of the album, aside from like missing a loved one. Um, so, yeah, basically, it's a it. I when I said there was a cover of a song on this album, I was thinking it was nothing for Christmas. Um, just looking at the names of the songs, and then quickly realized that wasn't the case, and it's actually this song. Um, that they are covering of their own song called Thank It Never Snows in Florida. Um, so it basically kind of takes the punk rock out of the song and makes it Christmassy. Um, that's kind of all I got to say about it. It was okay. Um, I like the original better because um, I went back and listened to the original and it 
seemed more fitting for their overall sound. So it's just, I mean, I think they just kind of found a song where they talked about it, never snowing in Florida, and when snow Christmas, let's do that Christmassy. It was okay. Yeah, that was a very odd choice. Um, it it yeah. felt forced to add this into the album. Uh, it was like they didn't want just 10 tracks, they wanted 11. Because when we discussed this, doing this album, I asked the very important question, is it a cover album? And again, what we talked about in the beginning, you said no. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, you said there was one cover song, which we both thought then, based off the track list, nothing for Christmas was what it was going to be, but obviously it was not, based on our feedback. Um, I don't know... Did you have the idea or impression that there was a cover song off this then? Or did you just fully assume and then just kind of course correct and go with this as your one cover song statement? No. So basically, like, I, I heard this one and I thought it seemed. Or, so what I, I guess when I looked at the, actually at the, at the track listing in Spotify, it said it never snows in Florida, but then it said holiday version. So yes. that made me think. Oh, there's an original version out there that I wasn't familiar with, but when I listened to it, I, I liked the song, um, the original, um, but the holiday version just seemed out of place. Yeah, so here's the thing. Um, as you mentioned, previously released off their first album back in 1999, um, the song was slowed down quite a bit. They basically forced piano, made an acoustic version, added bells to it. Um I know you said your thoughts, but I'm quite the opposite. I said the song, in my opinion, is a better version of this song. Uh, hmm. While only musically the song has changed the lyrics. Don't uh, you shy away. Thank you for the redemption. Don't you shy away. Mark. Um, for the lyrics are the same, right? So only musically has exactly. the song changed. Um, which they could have updated it to maybe, like you said, fit the theme of the album. But I mean, kind of fits, like snow right you think christmas so if you think snow however it doesn't yeah. snow everywhere for christmas for people so that's a like thing in florida right even though it recently snowed in hawaii it's pretty wild seeing that on the news um <laughs> shout out to wicked and shout out to patrick speaking of missing people for the holidays mr patrick um but yeah honestly like i went back too because i had remembered this song not like fondly and uh, I went back and listened to it again. Uh, and it's fine. For whatever reason, I felt it was proper slowed down. Mm. Like, it, it was just a better fitting mood to match the lyrics almost. Because mm. I, I feel like a, a pop punk band sometimes, a lot of times, the lyric doesn't always fit the music style that they're trying to convey. Especially bands that... Uh, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but kind of just copy paste with their style to make sure they're consistent instead of being somewhat experimental. They're just, uh, doesn't matter what the heck we're talking about. It's just going to be pop punk, pop punk, pop punk, you know, much like this album, you know, the bop, 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 bop on everything. It's just, this is our formula. It's, we're going to stick to it because it's working. Let's just keep doing this. Sounds good. Yeah. Next song, you know, kind of thing. Um, so again, experimental. I like it. It's different. Stands out. Um, the holiday version is better in my opinion. So. All right. Uh, our last track off this, the 11th track for Christmas. Um, I wish it was sake because I would love some sake. But no, it's for Christmas sake, not Christmas sake. I uh, would love some Christmas sake. 
Uh, you can send it to my address if you'd like, although you can't mail uh, alcohol, so never mind on that. That's stupid and annoying. Uh, or can you? Can you mail I don't think you can mail alcohol. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. So don't do that. We don't need federal offenses up in here. Um, for Christmas sake. You can buy it on Amazon? Can you buy alcohol on Amazon? It's technically mail. Yeah, maybe like UPS or because they're validating everything. Right, yeah. Because you could be sending it to somebody who's 12. Yeah, I don't know. You're looking at gin. I don't know. Saki's good. That's the moral of that. The album closes with sleigh bells and things slowed way down. With guitar driving mm -hmm. this track, it's another relatable track from thinking about uh, in the perspective of a kid. Looking forward to the toys, the new toys that morning, you know, on Christmas. Uh, they reference Castle Skull and G.I. Joe. Uh, so if you're my age, probably more closer to my age than yours, I think that was like ending with my age. Yours had already like segued into like Ninja Turtles and other toys, which I was yeah, really sure. into as well. Don't get me wrong. But mm -hmm. like, uh, G.I. Joe Transformers, Skull, like that was all just kind of like trickling off. Obviously, kids were still getting that stuff, but the height of it was already done. Uh, and keep in mind, you're a couple of years younger than me. So, yeah. Um, for those wondering, like, how old is this guy? I'm old. Yeah. 52, right? 52! Damn, <laughs> look at all this at 52. That's amazing. Sorry, ladies, I'm taking. And gents, too. Because we can go both ways. Anyways, uh, uh, they reference Castle Grayskull and G.I. Joe, which, you know, as I mentioned, was the kid, the things that, uh, is the stuff that we wanted as a kid. Um, also, it talks about never wanting to grow old and basically implied staying young is the best joy of Christmas, right? Keep that spirit alive. Keep the, all this, all these beliefs and joy uh, and uh, juvenile kind of like, Innocence, I guess that's what I'm trying to find. I'm scrambling for a descriptor here. The innocence alive in all of us. Uh, now it's, as a parent, I know how important it is to revive that feeling, you know, to kids on Christmas Day. Keep that kind of joy alive. So overall, lyrically, a great kind of closure on the subject of Christmas and an album. So I thought it was a good good uh, last track to close everything off. It was, it was good. Yeah, so um, for me, yeah, 3 minutes, 17 seconds. Like you said, it slows down quite a bit. Pretty mellow finish. Um, like you said, it kind of mentions toys that they wanted when they are younger as far as, you know, to be the, the kind of the standout kid in the neighborhood. You know, like the kid's house that everyone would want to be at because of the toy you got for Christmas. Um, so nice echoing vocals, kind of a, you know, retrospective kind of finish to the album. Um, so one of the lyrics was, so I stay young, um, like the way, or yeah, so I stay a, a, a young, like the way a, a was, um, yeah. So I like, uh, yeah, I thought this was a, a really good closing track for the album. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a good song. It's definitely a very positive note to edit on and kind of like you know trying to make um try to stay young for so you're you know appreciating what your parents have done kind of type of thing um 
So yeah, really good way to close out the album. Yeah, it even mentions like they they you know the hard work the parents do. They probably didn't have the money to do these things, but somehow, some way, they found a way uh, to provide all this stuff. You know, whether it be little lot, just the joy, this, this, this the happiness, the spirit of you know Christmas. Uh, so for many, it means very different things. You know, that's really the the culmination of the holiday season for many of us. Uh, it could be just being with somebody. It could be just not having to work for a few days. It could be visiting, you know, family, friends. Uh, it could be getting surprise gifts or giving surprise gifts to people, uh, helping others that didn't have, you know, fortunate things. Charity for a lot of people. So there, there are a lot of ways you can celebrate and describe the holidays. Uh, so many more ways than I could describe here, obviously. Um, but yeah, with that, my final review... While Christmas time and Christmas music are generally, as I mentioned, not my favorite things in the world, uh, this has definitely been better than most Christmas albums I have listened to or have been forced to digest. Newfound Glory is a band that I've had an interesting relationship over the years. They're a band I fell in love with, with their cover songs, as most people probably had. They continued, they, that continued with the love story of their pop-punk styling of the early 2000s. While that style faded... I think most people's love for this band did too, as did mine. They continue to come up with covers and various things I do enjoy, but overall, I am not head over heels or on a collision course anymore with this band. You're welcome. Uh, you could say that me being your friend, Justin, that I'm over you. Yeah. I'm, for I'm forcing the puns here now. Anyways, um... The album overall is a good Christmas album. It hits most of the notes you'd look for when listening to something in this genre on the holidays. I do have to state again, it's generally not my favorite holiday or type of music, uh, being holiday music, uh, but this Christmas album is one that you should, you know, add to your list if you like this genre to give some style and variety to the season. Um, overall, though, I do have to give it a 6 out of 10. I don't hate it. There are some standouts. But I don't love it. Would I add it to my holiday list for once a year? Sure. But that's not enough for me to give it a much higher score than a six, unfortunately. All right. So I feel like you just write out your reviews at the end just so you can slip in some, some puns. Am I wrong? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Like, I feel, I, the thing I really enjoy about these is not so much the track-by-track track stuff. Um, it's just the kind of paragraph or two descriptors of these reviews because for whatever reason I can't think like this on the spot I have to read and edit my stuff as you could probably tell the way I speak is very different than when I'm reading out my thoughts so this is this is more rehearsed than it is live if you will so all right well I'm just kind of winging it here as far as the uh, end summary because yours is so condensed and punny um yeah so for me this uh i've got a basically a, a playlist on spotify of christmas songs that's like nine hours long so i'm always looking for new christmas tracks um or just obscure christmas tracks that i haven't heard before um that i you know can add to the list and sadly this album didn't give me much to add to that list 
Um, there are a few good songs that, that definitely stand out for me. Um, you know, December's here. I really liked Somber Christmas. Um, Holiday Records was solid. And then um, Snow, uh, again, was great lyrically for me. Um, and then, you know, good closer. But aside from that, the fact that they're kind of reusing the song, um, kind of repeating the same stylistic things as far as like the Beach Boys goes and the doo-wops and the bop-bops, uh, just got kind of repetitive for me. And I was hoping for more uh, more risk, more, uh, you know, even if you're going to do a cover of a song or something, kind of do it differently, which they did with a holiday song that never snows in Florida. But for me, again, I felt like it got worse. You thought it improved the song. So um, for me, the fact that two of those songs were, you know, uh, recycled material and uh, on four or five of them, I just kind of wrote bad. Um, that doesn't make it score too highly for me. So um, overall, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this band. Um, again, I, I listened to their most recent album. Great. It's a great album. Um, honestly, several hits off that album. Definitely check it out. And uh, I got a chance to see him at Riot Fest, um, Newfound Glory, and Simple Plan, Taking Back Sunday. Um, if you're a fan of the Warp Tour, um, definitely, you know, when, in the early 2000s, definitely check out Riot Fest sometime. It's in Chicago every year. Um, a lot of these bands play that circuit. Um, but anyway, overall, I am giving this a 5 out of 10. Wow. Okay. <sighs> I was expecting more. I th I just found it too too repetitive. I, you know I love the Beach Boys. You know I love that poppy inspiration. Well, that's, that's why I, I had you scoring it higher. Because I know yeah. your influence. I know what you like mm -hmm. listening to or look yeah. for in, in some of your styles. Um, but I guess when it's all the same copy-paste format, mm -hmm. in a session like this, even though it's 33 minutes... It grows stale. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, a, a few really good songs off of here, but just some outright bad ones. Like the Christmas card one, that one I just can't get over. It's just... <laughs> uh, so would you have preferred, then, a, a cover song album from them? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily think it has to be a cover song album, but I think two or three Christmas covers, or even try to do something different... Um, I mean, to cover your own song is, like I, we like we said, it's kind of out of place for the album. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, yeah, I like hearing new takes on different Christmas songs, and a lot of the songs in my playlist are ones that are just, you know, even covers. Like, you know, like we said, Mariah Carey, there's the My Chemical Romance cover of All I Want for Christmas Is You, um, which is which is good. It's definitely different. And yeah, they, they definitely took some risks with that song and made it sound different than the original. And, um, but also like honored it. And I just felt like they had the opportunity to take a stab at, I mean, a, a plethora of Christmas songs and they didn't do it with any, they just kind of took one of their old songs from 2013, threw it on the album and then an old song from an album and made it Christmassy. So that was just kind of a letdown for me. So here's the challenge then. If you're going to take some of your old material and repackage it or rework into a Christmas song, Newfound Glory, if you're listening, Doubtful, uh, if you're listening, here's a challenge. Take all of your singles 
over the years and make Christmas songs out of all your singles and put out an album. Have it like the hits, but Christmas hits. I don't know what you call it. I can't think of anything on the spot, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's all downhill from here. Come on. The Christmas version of that? I mean, yeah. Sledding? It's all downhill from here. Like my my elves over you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then instead of, like, Santa doesn't want to know, said, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. See, there's possibilities here, Newfound Glory. Come on. Hear me out. We could be the catalyst for this. Good. It's more likely going to be a head-on collision, though. Yo, okay. Oh, did it right back. <laughs> see, he gets it. He's finally, see... It's going to take probably nine more episodes, guys, to get them just loosen up a little bit. Oh, don't. No. We'll have him singing next year at the Christmas special. He's, he's not even saying words, though. He's just pantomiming unless, his, unless he got muted. I don't know what happened there. Oh, he's... Oh, he's... <laughs> he's doing, see? I don't know how this works. So, yep, that's what we're doing. Okay. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we don't really have much else to say. Uh, if you like Christmas music, I mean, give it a listen. It's 33 minutes of your time. Just throw it on in the background or something. Um, it's worth at least that uh, for a rare chance here. I I'll, like, gave it a better score than you. Like, it's, it's odd, but um, usually you're more generous than I am uh, on scoring things. So, um, I mean, give it a listen. It's worth at least that. So... As far as the rest of the week goes for our Christmas week, we have five nights of content celebrating our fifth year of Christmas time with DNA. Um, tomorrow night, we're doing a bracket challenge. If you're unfamiliar with those, we're taking a bracket, much like an NCAA tournament bracket, and we're going to go... <coughs> I mean, I guess rivalry by rivalry. Um, the fight begins tomorrow. It's war. And uh, we're going to be talking about the 64 picks from Cody and I. 32 from him, 32 from me. And the picks are our favorite video games of all time. There are some repeats. I think we counted like eight or nine. And that's okay. But I have spread them all out throughout this bracket so that they won't possibly meet until later on if they win. So it'll be a debate for each one. And then if it is a tie situation where we cannot agree, we're going to turn to you, viewers, chatters. We're going to have you decide with prediction polls. We're going to use your channel points, and you can help us sway a winner. So be a part of that. Also tomorrow, we have these things. This is really loud. I'm sorry. Um, These are, since it's war, we needed war heads. For every sub to the channel, whether it's gifted or not, uh, if it's just for you, or if it's gifted. For every sub, we will eat a warhead. That's right. For every 500-bit donation, we will spin the Fiery Five, because, again, it's our fifth year of DNA Christmases. We'll spin the... Oh, it's so loud. I'm sorry. We'll spin this thing. I would have gotten habanero, and that would have been a bad time. Unless... Uh, you, yeah. You might like it. You like fiery stuff. I'm surprised you didn't partake in this. 
that you'd like those. If I have any leftover, I'll send them to you, much like you got the donated hot sauces that year that you were on the Christmas one. <laughs> right. So, uh, which you haven't seen that, check out the hottest uh, hot ones channel. What did we? What were we talking about? Games of the year that year? Um, over the decade. Over the decade, yes. The hottest games of the decade. So, yeah. Check out that one. Um, that is available on our YouTube. So, was that... That was two years ago, right? One year ago? Correct. Yep. Two years ago, 2019. Right, because that was like the last time everybody, the band got together before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. So, yeah. Femis says yours arrived Wednesday. You're going to enjoy him. Trevor was on that one as well. Yes, you were. There was six of us in total, I believe, on that episode. Five or six of us. Trying to remember. I think five. Yeah. But check that out. That's available. Oh, man, it was a good one. So, yeah, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, tune in for that same start time. Uh, we're going to be seeing what the greatest game is all the time. I, I'm going to – one of us is going to leave pissed off and in disagreements, but there's got to be one winner. I already know, in my opinion, what the greatest game is for me. Will that win? Who knows? Probably not. Maybe. Yes. Tune in tomorrow to find out. Wednesday, we have, again, our top ten movies, Christmas movies, specifically for our movie podcast. And Thursday, if you're like wrestling, we have our Nerd Ackman Wrestling Show every Thursday. It is again this Thursday with our Christmas special. Santa said he's bringing a gift, and that gift is everybody's getting title shots. Well, not everybody, but mostly everybody. As many people as we can fit on the show, that is. So it's going to be a long show, and somebody there's seven titles on the line. It's going to be a freaking big night if you like wrestling. Uh, you, yes, you, the listener right now, you could be getting a title opportunity if you're part of the show. It's a pretty big deal if you like the show, so... And then Friday on YouTube, we have our other wrestling show that'll be, again, exclusive to YouTube. That's our Christmas special for that show. And it's called NPC. It is the NAW Performance Center, or NPC Non-Playable Character. It's a pun itself on what the wrestlers are, because we're not actually playing them. So, haha, clever. Um, but again, that's exclusive to YouTube. Check that out. That is for our up-and-coming talent and the future stars of Thursday Night's NAW. So that is all going down this week. Anything you want to say, share, bring up, talk about before we exit here about the holidays? Anything that you're looking forward to? Anything that you... What's, I guess, the question that we could lead off with. What's number one on your list for things that... Being selfish, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, I mean, honestly, I just... For me, now with kids, I just want my kids to have a good Christmas. Um, I don't... I don't have like oh i need to have the latest xbox or the late you know the latest vr you know um so yeah i've I've grown less materialistic i say as i got a new tv recently um (laughs) that's why you got a new tv (laughs) um but no honestly like it's just it's more fun now you know like uh just seeing the their excitement um so that's that's what I want most this Christmas, honestly, is just to um, enjoy that time and, and make new memories. Well, damn, I'm not giving my honest answer because now I feel like an a-hole. Um, I'm, I'm in the middle, to be honest with sure. you. But, I mean, for anyone that knows me, understands that. I'm an only child, so eh, deal with it. Um, I agree. It's fun seeing your kids happy and excited for gifts. That is so amazing. But I also enjoy getting things, too. I'm not going to lie. Getting like the, the, the like the the movie like you remembered like that's cool, you know. Yeah. It's not anything extravagant. Like 
It's not like those commercials where the the wife goes running outside and like, oh my god, a new Escalade. Like, what? Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen. Does it, though? Do you know anybody that's happened to? I don't know those people, no. You know, okay. <laughs> not I mean, in that, that circle of wealth. <laughs> okay, I'd be fair. Because, I mean, I guess I have to preface with an asterisk. Um, there are, like, couples that'll plan together and get vehicles for Christmas or something. Like, that was their idea. But I don't know anyone personally that just goes, go out to the garage. I've bought a brand new 2021 or 2022 for you. Like... Let's make friends with those people. Let's have them watch it. our shows and help fund the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they could do that, man, let's get this. Oh thing, yeah, uh, let's get this show out there more. Um, but no, no, I'll be honest. Like, right in the middle. Like I again, I enjoy the joy of seeing them excited, uh, and then I I also enjoy something like remembering. You know, something that I, I may have brought up that I'm really interested in that I didn't purchase myself. Uh, because like you said, you bought your own TV recently. You know, I do a lot of throughout the year, buy my own shit. I, I think that's mm -hmm. adulting though. You just start to, yeah. you're like, do I want this now? Or do I wait 10 months? So Chris, no, I want this now. I'm just gonna buy it now. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I had to pick one thing, I mean, one thing that came to mind when you're talking is just, I've been asking for years for just any hot ones hot sauce i haven't gotten one yet because it's like one of those things where like i go online and go i don't want to pay 10 to 15 bucks for a damn hot sauce for but if i got one for christmas that's what i mean yeah we got one for christmas i'm all for it you know they have a so. subscription box too right yeah that's like 15 20 bucks or 20 bucks a month or something yeah. i got enough subs <laughs> subscriptions right now <laughs> so i don't need to be adding more and i'll probably be on the hook for paramount plus it sounds like so and then they also have, like, you could buy this each season. They have their selection of uh, the 10 sauces. It's like 100 some odd dollars. Right. It's yeah. like, for a hot sauce? I'm sure it's good, yeah. but damn. Mm -hmm. Crazy. But, yeah, no, it's it's okay to, to, to think of things like that. And listeners, if you want to send hot sauce, <laughs> let us know. We'll get his email. Let us know. Help out a man in need. He loves it hot and spicy. <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> uh, that's all I got for you guys, though. It's been a wonderful uh, Christmas episode. I, I honestly didn't know what to expect with this one. Um, I enjoyed putting this one together. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to it, whether you're listening to it live with us. Thank you, chatters, viewers, listeners. You guys are all amazing. Uh, we put this stuff out here for you guys and, and for, obviously, both of us to have fun in our, our own selfish ways. Uh, we've talked music for over 20 years between us already. So um, what's different just doing it live on the Internet for all is to judge us and see. So, um, But, yeah, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. But the ho with an E, says Emma. Uh, Muller says, I'm a only child, too. Isn't it great? Especially on Siblings Day, you got to take that weird picture by yourself hugging the air. Those are my favorites. got to love Siblings Day. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, join us tomorrow night, please, 8 p.m. Eastern time for our Bracket Challenge, the DNA Christmas special, the main show of the week. Wednesday, the music, or movie, we already did the music, we're here right now. The movie review on Wednesday, and then Wrestling Thursday on YouTube on Friday. So, got a lot ahead, and uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off and eat some Christmas cookies and finish my Coca Cola. So. And do your homework on those Christmas movies I recommended because I'm sure you haven't watched any of them and they should be on your list. There are Just a few. Put that out there. There are a few. Put that out there. Eight bit Christmas. Yeah, I still need to watch that before Wednesday, so I gotta okay. I gotta, I gotta fit that in there. Um, there are a few other ones you recommended too, but yeah. It, I guess tune in Wednesday. Help us make yeah. the list. Hell, you could call Two in days, if you wanted man. to. Wednesdays, I know you're busy, though, usually. So I don't know if you are yeah. this Wednesday. You got two days, man. That's, that's that's one movie per day, at least, if you want to watch two of those. You ask a lot. The two I would recommend the most would be 8-Bit and Claws. There you go. Yes, a lot out of me. Trevor says 8-Bit was good. So there you have it. Will it make the list? Find out Wednesday. We'll see you guys tomorrow night, though, for our next, for night two of Christmas with DNA. Thank you, Justin, as always. Happy 2021. We'll be back with more stuff like this in January as we consolidate and make a super episode. That's right. Super episodes are coming. So tune in January for that. He'll be back with us. Till next time, good night, everybody. Mwah.